All right, welcome to Dean Bodie Show. Dan, 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 dan. Dean Bodie Show. Hey everybody, what's going on? Wow, um, I don't know. October twenty seventh was the last episode. Healing, trying to get better. No, I'm not a hundred percent. No, I'm not eighty percent. No, I'm not eighty five percent. I'm gonna say, I don't know. Let's just do a nice, optimistic seventy percent ish. Um, healing this thing that we're going to call in a few seconds. But before I go down that crazy rabbit hole, it's great to be back. Dean Bodie Show. Man, um, I just got inspired and I just said, you know what? Let's just get something in the can with the rough edges as we love it. And that's how we're doing it. So we're going to kick it off with who's the good girl? Good girl, Bodie. Good, good girl. Good girl, Bodie. She's the best girl in the world. Oh, yeah. DeanBodie.com. 800-878-9698. Bodie Hotline Fun Line. Call the Bodie Line. Say hi to Bodie. It's been a while. Bodie was in the pet paradise for two weeks, which you could also call doggy jail. That wasn't fun. Well, I was going through my craziness, healing. Uh, oh, my gosh. It's like you wouldn't even believe it if I told you, which I'm going to tell you if you just wait a second. But in the... Meantime, uh, 800-878-9698, still the Bodie Hotline fun line. Call it. Say something nice to Bodie. Do your little zippity-doo-dog. Do your little sing-along. Say your little shamma lama ding dong and we'll put it on the show as a feature. How does that sound? Sounds good. All right. Bodie, man, I tell you, she's still the most awesome Bodie in the whole world and is taking me through Bodie Rehab Center. That's what we're doing over here. Pushing me around the neighborhood as we do multiple times, whether I like it or not. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> that being said, oh, my gosh, man. We have way too much to talk about. I was going to do the big show before I before I fell off the cliff. And uh, what I was going to take you through my where I'm from originally and tie into some political stuff by the time that the election was going to be on the 3rd. But since it's still going on, I guess they kind of put the election on hold for Dean Bodie so we can do what we're going to call the big show. All right. So, listen, I'm, we're going to take, I'm going to tie in my things that I think are interesting. And what we like to do here, Dean Bodie, is go through our own life experiences, real life experiences, not just stuff we read, not just stuff we hear, not just stuff we see, but real life experiences. That's always the best because why? It's the truth. Oh my God. What a concept. You want to hear the truth? That's always a nice thing. When is the last time we heard that? in any of these media whatevers. Oh my gosh, not even close. So, man, okay, so listen, what we've been going through over here, to put it kind of in a nutshell, because I don't want to be somber, and I don't want to be whatever, I just want to let you know what's going on. I was going through, or I am going through, something called secondary adrenal gland insufficiency. Secondary adrenal gland insufficiency. Look it up. It's real. It's the most painful thing I've ever gone through by a thousand. I'm still going through it. It shuts down your adrenal glands that make cortisol because the corticosteroid dose that I was put on by my doctor, too high of a dose, wasn't the normal 
one that I've gone through in my life when I was trying to handle something called gout, a gouty, gouty arthritis. And usually it's a very low dose and you wean down off of it. This guy gave me a dose quadruple plus for some reason because he's got it himself and he dabbles into it once in a while. But you don't do that. You don't give somebody a script like that. It's very careless and very whatever. And I'm going through my own not only mental gymnastics and mental fitness issues, which he knows about. So it built up in my system. And then when I tried to come off of it, it's a nightmare because your body goes through this whole shutdown. Your adrenals shut down. The cortisol production shuts down. The pathway from the pituitary gland that makes ACTH, that stimulates your adrenal glands to make cortisol, shuts down. So you get muscle atrophy. You get muscle wasting all the way from your, like your pelvic girdle muscles into your leg muscles, into the lower leg muscles, into the foot muscles. So I kind of coined a new phrase and a new condition when it comes to my foot muscles called jello foot. That's right, jello foot. Try picturing your foot made of jello and then trying to walk on it. Oh, yeah! All right, so that's right, jello foot. I still have jello foot, and it's kind of like starting to firm up a little bit on 30 days out. Um, let me think here for one second. That's right. The fourth of last month was the day I came off of the corticosteroid and I, cause I was weaning myself off and I did not follow what he told me to do cause it was way too much of a jump. I had to do my own research, dive, do a crazy deep dive, like so deep of my own research because nobody has any answers. All they have is how long is it going to take to get better? Oh, weeks to months. Could be if it's an acute thing, more than six months. It could be, yeah, well, thanks for the specificity and thank you for really getting me dialed in because there's nothing you can get like a shot or a whatever to get the adrenal glands cranked up. You got to wean off of this nightmare of a situation of the medication so your adrenal glands can slowly come back. And it is a long, painful, nightmare process. So that being said, I'm still going through it. We're saying 70-ish at this point in time, 70%, whatever. I got a ways to go, but it's not getting worse. I have never been through anything like this in my entire life, not even close. And as far as having a constant pain, shout out to people that have dealt with constant pain their whole life, like real pain, not like what these guys are on TV talking about, order, um, what's that one supplement thing, uh, order uh, uh, the one thing if you're in pain, um, I can't think of the name, but it's a joke. What kind of little teeny weeny pain you got there? I'm talking about serious, deep moaning in the in your house kind of pain but your pelvic girdle muscles that hold your pelvis together are all weak and rubber bandy you got jello foot and you can't stand on that nice so you're kind of walking swaying to the right jello foot can't keep you stable so you're walking around like some kind of crazy alien creature that is wobbling around like a nut 
from like Men in Black, that one guy that used to walk around clicking and jerking around. And that's kind of how I walk around the neighborhood with Bodie now. Yes, it kind of looks like I had a stroke, but I didn't. And everybody must be like, wow, what happened to that guy? Because that's how I would be. So this thing distributes all kinds of fat and weird deposits. You get something behind the base of your neck called buffalo hump because there's a little fat pad back there, which is going away. You get moon face. You get all these things that go away after a 30-day thing. But the muscles take forever because the adrenal glands need to come back. But I'm noticing these little changes, giving me signs that they're starting to get back. I'm changing my nutrition. I'm even getting it dialed in way better. We're going down a kind of a keto road. I know nothing. That's what I'm going into my new path of nutrition, getting out of the bodybuilder mindset, which is not healthy. It is if you for, for the package outside and for the looks and aesthetics, but as far as body function, not healthy. So this, we're going to go down this other road and get it dialed in because I want to seek out, oh, I don't know, the truth. That's right. Not about what's going on with the purines and the gout or even what's going on with crazy uh, talk about nitrates and nitrate. All of this stuff is a bunch of hogwash I'm finding out. So let's not follow the sheep. Let's do the deep dive and let's find out the truth. So that's the path that we're on now. And I'm excited about it because something ain't right. Somebody's saying the wrong things for way too long. It happens all the time. And now I decided to strip away whatever knowledge that I have and go into this like I'm from in kindergarten all over again and learn something new. Wow, what a concept. Learn. Let's just strip away the ego. Let's see what's going on. No more bodybuilding mindset. Let's get into the body functioning mindset as I just on November 8th turned 57 years old. Let's go through the late 50s into my 60s medication-free because that's where I want to go and get the body functioning and dialed in. Stay tuned because you're coming with me on Dean Bodie Show. You're my boadsters. That's what we're going to call you, the boadsters. This is my Dean Bodie boadster over here because she's the good girl Bodie. She's the best girl in the world. Yeah, the good girl Bodie. Yeah, the best girl in the world. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, DeanBody.com is the website. Go on the website. We got the links on there. Want to get you over to the podcast? Other link will get you over to the YouTube channel, D-E-A-N-B-O-D-I Space Show YouTube channel. Man, don't forget to click the like button. Hey, listen, if you like what's going on over here, man, I miss everybody. I hope you miss us because we're coming at you. We used to come at you daily because we know life comes at you daily, not weekly and monthly. So now we're doing it today and we're going to, well, listen, I'm finding out life comes at you by the second it changes these days. Every second we got something new. So let's just see where it goes from here, but we're going to try to get back on this daily track because man, life it does come at you daily, not weekly and monthly. And we're going to give it our best shot as we're plowing through this. Things could always be worse. People go through a lot more worse things than I'm going through, and we're going to fight like I always do. We're cheating death again. You know how many times I've cheated death with my own addictions and alcohol and drugs and all of this stuff to the emergency rooms and this and that and round and round I go? 
Now I'm going through this. This was totally unintentional. Intentional is different when you go and you get too drunk or you go and you do drugs like a moron and you do things, you end up in the drunk tank or you end up in jail or something stupid doing stupid stuff. These are intentional things that you get what you get when you do that. This was unintentional. Not to mention it was during in the pandemic year where I was having a hard time getting a hold of my doctor for a refill as I'm hobbling around the neighborhood with a gout flare up. Nowhere to be found. Everybody's scattered like if you're from Miami, you know when you flip the lights on all the cockroaches, they just fly across the house, the palmetto bugs. That's what it was like. Everybody running for the hills. Nobody's getting any messages to the doctor for a refill. Thank you so much for the great communication. That being said, I had to figure out my own thing and get my own meds shipped to me from a little place that I found and use follow the same, um, what do you call it, prescription dose. And this way I could back myself up. What if the, the doctor doesn't come back? What if what if things nobody knew what was really going on when this thing first hit? Let's be honest. So I had to protect myself just in case Armageddon or whatever was coming. So I decided as I was dipping in and out of it, helping myself with the gout, and I did help myself a few times, but it turns out the system had too much in it. And then when you try to wean off of this stuff, come off of a corticosteroid too abruptly after a high dose, like this guy gave me a script, like if you have MS, not gout. And when I went to the ER and I had to drop Bodie off at the pet paradise or the doggy jail because I couldn't. I was terrified. So I went there and this guy, emergency doc, I showed him the strip and he goes, I would never give out this much for the gout. I'm like, obviously I get it. But anyway, how do I wean off of it? How do I get off of this stuff? So I ended up doing it on my own. And But my doctor, they were like, you know, yeah, go two pills a day um, for a week and then go one pill a day for the next week and then come off. That's crazy jumps. Because when I did my own deep dive, it was saying do it in increments of like five milligram because the medrol pack that you get, the normal thing you get for the gout to help it, these are only four milligram tabs, not 220s in the morning and 220s at night. What are you, crazy person? Wow. Seriously, it's exactly what I'm going through. Now my body has to rebuild and come back. I'm not happy about it. I'm not proud of whatever, but this is what's going on. It's a real thing. Secondary adrenal gland insufficiency. And Bodie turns out when she was going through her wound, and I thought it was a, a tick bite or a, an ant bite or whatever, guess what it was? I was off on that. Folliculitis. The hair follicles got get bacteria and they get infected. I thought when she was rolling around at the dog park, rolling around another dog's pee-pee and maybe a little poo-poo spot, you get bacteria in there. According to my vet, he's like, no, they got bacteria on the skin anyway. I'm like, wow. So when I dropped her off, she was going through some things. And when I got her at, the bottom line is, as I was weaning off of this med, I did not know once I got off the last dose how my body was going to react. I was terrified. Am I going to go into a crazy tailspin? Um, I didn't know. So I had to leave Bodie in there for two weeks 
we've never been apart that long. We've done the week at a time when I used to visit, when I was visiting family for the holidays and things, but never two weeks. So I got her out of there finally, and I was hurting way worse than I am now, but I had to go get her. It was going to be a tall order because I know Bodie, we got a, I got a walker. Well, how do you walk your dog when you can't walk? How do you walk your dog around the neighborhood with jello foot and rubber band hips? How do you do it? Well, you just do it. You want to talk about plowing through some insecurities. I'm not feeling like the way I want to feel now, but we're doing it anyway. Because we like the rough edges over here, Dean Bodie. We don't really care what anybody else thinks, right, Emeril? Emeril's my favorite chef in the whole world. And he says, you don't like it? Get your own show. Why do we season both sides? So both sides taste good. All right. So anyway, we finally got Bodie home. And let me tell you, and right away, Bodie needed to go for a walk. And Bodie doesn't go for short walks when we, we got to go poopy and all that stuff. It's long walk, Bodie style. And we've been plowing through it. She's been forcing me to walk and do things I would never have done if Bodie wasn't here. So welcome to the Bodie Rehab Center. We got folliculitis on one side. We got secondary adrenal gland insufficiency on the other. So that's what's going on, man. But Bodie's getting better. We're, uh, she's on some antibiotics from the vet to handle the systemic bacterial infection part. And I'm helping her on the outside with, we did a little wound cleaning and aloe vera to calm things down. And she's on the healing, on the mend. And uh, so am I. It's going to be a long process, but we're going to see how it goes. I'm going to know when I take my first normal steps with normal strides, I'll know I'm on my way. But little things like, Going from the seated position to the standing position when I used to have this crazy pressure in my head and all that. Why? Because the adrenal glands are shut down. Normally, let's say when you're lying down, you have that horizontal blood flow, right? But when you get up to the standing, gravity takes over, blood rushes down to the feet. And you're, normally your adrenal glands flip on and they help you. They help with that blood pressure to get it up and balance you out lickety split. When you're going through adrenal gland in, a gland insufficiency, not, listen, for those of you out there that think you know what I'm talking about with, oh, I have adrenal fatigue. No, adrenal fatigue times a thousand. That's adrenal gland insufficiency. Secondary means it's coming from a corticosteroid. That's the secondary adrenal gland insufficiency. Got it? All right, so... When I used to go from the seated position and stand up, I'd have this crazy dizziness, blood pressure issue because the adrenals were not flipping the switch on. And it was taking a while for things to get, the blood pressure to get back. And that's what I was going through when I first started. Now, it's very minor because the adrenal glands are starting to little by little come back. So that's a sign of whatever. Now we just need jello foot and rubber band hips with the pelvic girdle muscles to heal. Oh, you know, muscles like the gluteus minimus, the gluteus maximus, and the gluteus medius. You know, muscles like the sartorius that go from the 
anterior part of your pelvis to the medial part of your knee. Like we used to say in, in dissection when I was going to school, Sartorius. You remember Duran Duran with the song Notorious? We used to say it like that with the Sartorius muscle and grab the muscle and go, Sartorius. Crazy things like that as we were sniffing formaldehyde all day or to be correct, formalin. And you couldn't get that. So I had that stuff in my nostrils for like a year. But anyways, yeah, we used to have to keep our lab coats outside because it would stink up the whole apartment. And real human dissection for about six months, just in case you didn't know. Wow. So um, let me tell you, man. Let me get this back up here. A computer decided to play with me. And we haven't done this in just a little short while. Welcome back. And we got it back. So, um. The muscles like that, the pelvic girdle muscles, like the tensile on the side of the hip and all that. You got the, the tensor fasciolata, the TFL and the iliotibial band. You got your the gastrocnemius and you got your gracilis and you got your obturator muscles and you got your calf muscles and you got all that stuff in all the layers of muscles in your feet. When there's a lot of them, there's about five layers of them in there. You know, and I got jello foot from all of them and I got rubber band hips for the other. So we're swaying and hobbling around the neighborhood and Bodhi is pushing me around the neighborhood and we're going through the Bodhi rehab. And we're going to do it one day at a time until we get this thing licked and we're going to come back bigger, better and stronger as we do over here, Dean Bodhi. Oh, yeah. Hey, Millie. Yeah. Wow. Hey, listen. You hear what he's doing? He's finally back. I didn't think he was going to be on for a little while because the last episode, he said it was going to be maybe a couple of months or whatever. Now it's been about, I don't know, how long's it been? Since October 27th, the last one that said healing and restoration or whatever. And now he's back. I know, I missed him, Bodie. I can't believe it. Now my life can move forward and I'm glad he's being... Being strong and Bodhi's helping in rehab and with wow the craziness with the folliculitis and the secondary adrenal gland insufficiency. He can do it. Go get him, Dean Bodhi. Welcome back. That being said, we're doing some stuff today. We're not gonna know where this we don't even know where this really episode's gonna go. I'm trying to go down all these crazy roads as we do, because we like the rough edges here. We don't there's no editing on this show. We flip the mic, we take it from A to Z, and we talk about things like folliculitis and secondary adrenal gland insufficiency and all of this crazy stuff here, Dean Bodie. So no more honeycomb because it's got a big big bite. It's real big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No more starchy carbs again because it's not good, good. It raises your blood sugar too fast and you get things, problems, not good. Now we're cranking up the fats. Now we're moderating the protein. Now we got minimal carb, mostly coming from cruciferous. All of them coming from cruciferous. And we're dialing down the fructose. That's right. No fruit. The fruit sugar. Not right now, anyway. And, you know, all of this nonsense about the purine and the uric acid, I'm finding that that it's we've been lied to for way too long. Stay tuned, because I'm diving deep on this. I'm doing my own research, and I'm going down the rabbit holes that I know how to, I'm going to do to figure things out to get to the truth, because I'm not going to live the rest of my life like a knucklehead. So, you know when you go diving, scuba diving, and you put that tank on your back, and you can go down there. I actually got certified in scuba. I did not get my open water 
Um, but I got Patty certified, but I didn't get the open water. But I still know how to do it. It's been forever. I don't want to do it anymore because I don't like sharks. And you put the tank on your back and you can go underwater for about 45 minutes at a time. What a beautiful sport with the colorful fish and all until you're doing a beach dive and you see a five foot barracuda come right in front of your mask with teeth on it like uh, like a piranha. And you're like, "Okay, I think I'm done for the day. Time to go up to the beach and have lunch. Okay, so now when you're talking about sharks and all, yes, it's very rare. I know how rare it is for a shark attack, but you know what it is when you're on land? Never. It's rare in the water, never on land. So I'd rather be in Neverland than in rare land when it comes to sharky sharks. That being said, I'm going on a crazy deep dive. So picture the one tank is 45 minutes, and now I'm going down the deep dive with this new nutritional path I'm going down. I've got 100 tanks on my back. That's how deep of a dive we're going. Yes, when you hit the bottom of the ocean, No, we got to drill deeper and keep going down and figure out the answers. And we will. We will because I'm tired of the nonsense. Wow. So look, before I was going to get going with all this other stuff, remember I was talking about we're going to do the big show and however long it goes. And um, I thought that I would try to see how we can pull it off today in some way and give you my little one, two, three and go for it. Where I'm finding the energy for this, I'm not really sure. It might be the bulletproof coffee that I started. I'm so excited. Yeah, you put the ghee in there, and then you take your little MCT oil, you put that in there, put the coffee. I got the unsweetened macadamia nut milk in there. Boom! Bring it on! And then, you know, the next one, during the midday, you do one with the grass-fed butter, unsalted. You put the coconut oil in that one. Ah, oh, geez. Yeah, you do the ghee in the morning. It's not as inflammatory as the other kind of grass-fed butter. Hey, the kid's learning something new. All right. Go get them. Let's do it. Okay, so anyway, <laughs> I'm having a lot of fun with it. So I know nothing. You know what they say about, you know, a specialist is someone who knows Um, more and more about less and less. And the complete expert is someone who knows everything there is to know about nothing at all. That's where we're stripping everything away. Get the ego out of the way. Open up your brain to learn something new. Don't listen to all the old wives tales going on forever. All of the wrong information that's been going on forever. Let's get to the truth. Okay. All right. So, uh, to the truth. Dr. Fettuccine, uh, Biden and Pelosi. Let's get to the truth once and for all. What do you say? Huh? All right. So, ding dong, the witch is dead. The wicked witch, the wicked witch. Ding dong, the wicked witch is dead. So, a stuff stuff here, a tuck tuck there, and a couple of tra-la-las. We love to spend the day all day in the wonderful land of Oz. Snip snip here, poke poke there, chop a la lee dee dees. this day away in the wonderful land of Oz. So, listen, I'm from Miami, Florida, and, you know, back when, and don't take this the wrong way, and all the... People get so sensitive. Back when it was really a different country, I'm going to say it like that because, number one, I was born there in the 60s. um, And through the 70s, 
Um, up to like, I'm going to say 76, 77, before we moved to Fort Lauderdale, it was right before Castro and Jimmy Carter was president. They let over everybody over from Cuba, right? The criminals and everybody, everybody's coming over on the boat. And my neighborhood, like maybe almost two years after we moved, turned into a Spanish neighborhood overnight. And that's about when the movie Scarface came out with, you know, Pacino and all that. Everybody say goodbye to the bad guy, okay? And, um, uh, you know, you told me to say sanitation, not sanitary. You know, I said sanitarian, not sanitation. And, you know, that's when that movie came out. And let me tell you, man, Miami was never the same and they were coming over. And the reason I'm saying that is I've been through it. Personal life experiences, right? So that was kind of a shock. And um, when I had my own offices, I had about 12 offices in Florida, and we were hiring um, you know, massage therapists. Some of them were from Cuba and all. Listen, number one, I love the Cuban people. Man, I mean, you get a cafe Cuban, cafe Cubano and a Cuban sandwich or and doing that salsa, dang, 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 dang. hey, bring it on. A couple of my greatest girlfriends in the world are Latina, Argentina, Venezuela. Oh, I can go on and on about that. The spiciness and the cooking and the spontaneity and the, oh, forget about it. So I'm not coming at it from a way that's whatever. I'm just letting you know what I've gone through. So when I had my offices, I had... Um, I have an example of some massage therapist that she came from Cuba and she got on a go fast boat as I used to call it. And you get your family on one of these boats and you fly across the ocean and get over to United States. And she said she got out of the boat swimming with, with her kid and to get to the other side to have a better life. I totally get it. If I was over there, I don't know, making $2 a day, rolling cigars. Let's get going. So I totally understand, man. You do what you got to do. And that's the way it went. So now as we come down the road, those of you that don't know the, the Miami before that, you don't know. All right, there was a before that. And then when they all got let over here, Cuba, not just Cubans, but people from Haiti, Dominican Republic, you know, all of that was coming over. And um, I opened up a lot of, like I said, office. Not only did we have Cubans and um, people from uh, that kind of part of the of the world coming over and getting hot, we used to hire them. But I was in business with a lot of uh, people from Haiti, and um, you know, I love the Haitian people, man. I love the Cuban people. I mean, really, it was unbelievable what I learned from them. Not everything went great. But most of it went okay, and I met I met a lot of great people, and so um, I'm, in a lot of ways, I miss a lot of them. In some ways, it was a little too crazy, but you know, you're, you're coming over from another country with a different mindset, and now you, you fast forward, okay, decades down the road, families have already come over, okay, now um, new generations, I mean, you know, they, listen, they're... Uh, giving birth to a lot of kids and they're coming and opportunity is like, you know, everything. 
um, from where they came from, and the motivation must is way higher than if you were born here. Um, that's just pretty much the way it is for obvious reasons. Because, you know, really, you're over here, everything's so easy breezy and the freedom, you get a little spoiled, right? So the where I'm trying to get at with this is as you go fast forward decades and the generations are born, now we're trying to backtrack and with the border control and the wall and all these things. Now, look, nobody wants murderers and rapists and all these crazy people coming over here, but... Everybody deserves the opportunity. It's a shame that it's the opportunity isn't there on the other side, too, because quite frankly, I'd like to get out of here, go over to Cuba and have that kind of freedom and all that. So why don't you just flip it around on the other side to balance out the world that way? OK, that's how I feel. But I mean, it is what it is. And we're trying to catch up and put up different um rules and regulations and whatever it is, it's very hard to fix it without upsetting a ton of people and all of this. And because, you know, listen, you know, say, let's say most of your family is already over there and they've got businesses going and they're successful. You just want to like, why can't I just come over there? Look, there's a process. You got to come over legally. You fill out the proper paperwork and you get it done. Even that process is kind of a headache and a pain. I totally get it. So where am I going with this? Like, I don't know what I'm talking about. Well, get ready because we're going to talk about Canada. All right, Canada. How's it going? Huh? I have a lot of listeners over there from the Canada area. And I've been over there, I don't know, about four times. Niagara Falls. Calgary, um, Vancouver, and um, whatever. And one time I was getting over there, and it turns out, after going there three times or so, they decided to pull me aside and look me up and look at the background check and all that. And it turns out if you have a DUI, it's an indictable offense in Canada. Did you know that? Oh, yeah. So because it's an indictable offense, you can't come over there for 10 years. So I was like, what? I've already been over here a few times. What happened now? Well, it's an indictable. And you should have seen the guy, the security guy. He's all excited like he caught, um, you know, Charles Manson or something like that. And all I wanted to do was go there and work. We were going to put on this health event and do for a few days help people better their lives and come back. That was the purpose of the visit. I wasn't even going to drive. My DUI did not happen in Canada. So what are you talking about? I am not a convicted felon. I have a passport. What are you, what's going on over here? It's an indictable offense and you can't come in. A lot of stand-up comics and a lot of people are going, they can't travel over there and do their stuff because of the DUIs and all this stuff. Forget about if you're a convicted felon and number one, you're not going to get a passport anyway and you can't get your voter's registration and you can't own a firearm and all. That's a whole different conversation. But the DUI? Really? I learned something. So what did I do? I hired lawyers to tap into the, to discuss with the consulate in Canada to try to fix everything so I can get in there. I went through this whole process and the whole thing. First of all, the guy 
walks me back through security, walks me all the way back to the airplane like he caught some major thing. And how, how embarrassing that whole thing was. So I get all the paperwork done. I work with the lawyers in Canada. They talk into the consulate. I put everything together and I go back with all the paperwork to show them so I can get, you know, cleared up and I can, you know, go over there and do these health events that we were doing in Canada quite often. They looked through the paperwork and they said, no, there's this, this, and this here. You're still not going to be able to get in here. I'm like, you made me come back all the way back here again. So they walk me back to the plane again. Bye-bye. So it's a 10-year thing now before or whatever. Listen, my point is for me to get back over there, I have to not only wait and I got to fill out the proper paperwork, but hey, not so friendly over there in Canada when it comes to little things like that. It didn't even happen over there in your country. But hey, everybody can come over here. Don't worry about it. Just come on in. Don't fill out nothing and just come on in. So my personal experience about trying to get some more. Yeah, I know the DUI probably shouldn't have got it in the first place. That's not the point. The point is you fill out the proper paperwork. You got to do what you got to do to get over here the right way. And that's all. Everything's cool. Be successful. Open up 50,000 businesses and get it done. So my experience from living in Miami, watching my neighborhood flip over uh, and turn into basically a whole Spanish um, neighborhood overnight, hiring people from Cuba, working with the Haitian people and learning all that stuff and trying to speak their language too, which I had fun doing. You know, um, sac passe, monsieur. Bonsoir, monsieur. Hey, uh, au revoir. And all these things. Or you want to say face up and face down? Uh, coucher sous dos, coucher souvent. And you want to say take a deep breath? You say souf and all these things. It was kind of cool doing that. I used to call it Cairo Creole, and then Cairo Spanish, you know, boca arriba, boca abajo, respire profundo, relájese, and talk about their pain and all that, como esta, I mean, you know, you'd learn how to do the the basic stuff, and I would practice it and speak to them, and they would look at me like, wow, basically, look at the gringo trying to speak the language, but they would appreciate it, I wanted them to feel comfortable, I wanted to let them know that I was trying And, you know, look, we all got to get along better. We got a lot of things to fix over here. It's not going to happen overnight. And a lot of stuff's got to change. But I just wanted to give you my take on things from where I came from, the, the, the Canada thing. Most people don't realize that, you know, that you can't get over there because of something like a DUI and how it's like so a lot of things are, this is not a one-way street. This is a two-way. It needs to be a two-way. What are you going to do? We're trying to make this thing a better place, however this turns out, however this crazy election, when it finally gets all said and done, whatever is going to happen, you know, it's kind of beyond our control, but we'll see. And I hope that we just come out of this thing bigger, better and stronger and everything starts to balance out and, um, you know, uh, treat other people like you want to be treated. All the rest is commentary. How about that? So that's kind of my one, two, three. I hope that you can say whatever. Hey, you don't like it? 800-878-9698. Call the Bodie Hotline Fun Line. Call the, hey, tell me your lot of crazy life story. And But but that's all the truth. You got to speak the truth, right? So between folliculitis and secondary adrenal gland insufficiency, we're getting it done. Wow. Hey, Alexa, what's the joke of the day? 
Today I have a microwave joke. Why did the microwave burrito go to jail? For criminal wrongdoing. Why? Why did the microwave burrito go to jail for criminal wrongdoing? Like microwave burrito causing the doo doo. Oh wow, really? I, I'm assuming that's what she says. So listen, I tell you what. Um, before we kind of wrap things up, I didn't. I can't believe I'm actually pulling this off as we're doing it now. And before I get into, we're going to do a little bit of a meditation with a little bit of a music from A-L-E-X-A and, and end it with another um, kind of a, a song from A-L-E-X-A and put a nice wrap up on this. Man, I miss everybody out there. The Dean Boatsters. The Dean Boatsters, man, because we're doing it here, Dean Bodie. Good girl, Bodie. Good, good girl. I love Bodie. She's the best girl in the world. Hey, good girl, Bodie. Good, good girl. Good girl, Bodie. She's the best girl in the world who's rehabbing me around the neighborhood. Oh, yeah. 800-878-9698. Bodie Hotline. Fun like on the Bodie line. DeanBodie.com. Go on the website. You'll see the links on there. Want to get you over to the YouTube channel? D-E-A-N-B-O-D-I Space Show. YouTube channel. And the other link will get you over to the podcast, Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. We're on all the platforms. And uh, while computer took a little break again, well, this is because this is uh, one of these long episodes that we're pulling it off. All right, here we go. Boom. Welcome back. We're doing it. So think about what I just said. Take it with the grain of salt. I'm just giving you some real life stories so I can relate it in a way that I've been there. I know. I get it. And um, I love all of the culture and I love all of the mix, but there's a process you have to go through. And as aggravating as it is, you know, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? I wish it was just so easy breezy when I went over into Canada and this and that. It just totally blindsided me. I had no idea. This guy was looking at me like, um, you know, I don't know, like I was some kind of criminal in Canada. It was really bizarre. So that being said, <clears throat> we got to go through the process over there. You got to go through the process over here. And this is the way it goes. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe I went through that. Not just once, but two different times. And uh, I don't know. What are you going to do? We'll get back there 10 years later and we'll see. Yeah, Hopefully, it'll be worth the wait over there. But hey, listen, all my Canadian listeners, I love you. And um, hey, sorry about the DUI. Didn't mean to upset you, even though it didn't happen over there. All right. So listen, we're going to do a little bit. Think about what I just said as I go through this meditative music that we're going to put on in a second. And it's a big shout out um, to somebody who passed um, recently, one of my rock and roll heroes, Mr. Eddie Van Halen. And uh, wow, I mean, shout out to that whole Van Halen family. R.I.P. Eddie. Man, did you put a stamp on my brain with the Van Halen um, you know, shout out to you too, David Lee Roth, with that tribute song that you did um, with the the Rainbow Bar and Grill. Totally blew me away. I downloaded that, and um, you know, and of course the Sammy Hagar things. But my original Van Halen experience, that original album, it still blasts me in the back of the brain. And we're gonna meditate on what I just got done talking about, from Miami stories to the Canadian things, to give you a little perspective that it's not always so cut and dry. That you have to go through a process, and 
you know, it is what it is. And sometimes you get blindsided by something and um, you get curveballs, whether, whether it's your health or whether it's going to another country and you all of a sudden, I don't know, you thought you could bring green apples across the border and you couldn't and you go to green apple jail. Okay. So think about the, what I was talking about as you listen to this tune and then we'll come back around in a couple of minutes and we'll get into um, a little bit of a wrap up and maybe end it with something cool too. So man, um, Alexa, play eruption by Van Halen. Here's Eruption by Van Halen on Amazon Music. Stop. All right. How was that for meditation music? Not your typical, some of the uh, albums that I have with the sleepy time when they have this. That's way more less relaxing than that right there. Eddie Van Halen, you rock. Van Halen as a whole, you rock. Man, you put a, did you put a serious footprint on the planet? Nice going. Man, if you haven't seen the Frank Zappa documentary on cable, um, I just saw it on the rented the the movie. I guess it is. What a beast, Zappa! You're inspiring, man. You're missed too, and uh, unbelievable. So, look, I wanted to give you my little take on stuff. I hope you liked it. And um, what are you gonna do? Uh, we're going through our stuff over here. I want you to come down the journey with me. Great to be back. Hey, listen, share the podcast and share the YouTube channel with a friend. You want to give them a little, take them down Goofy Road, Goofy Street, and all this other stuff. That's how we do it over here. Take you over to the Honeycomb Hideout. Just can't eat the honeycomb anymore. That's all. Hey, listen, ooey gooey, rich and chewy inside. Tender, cakey, soul, and flaky outside. Got the inside and the outside. It's a good darn tootin' at the Big Fig Newton one more time. Yeah, Big Fig Newton. So. One more thing before we go. I thought we'd end it. Listen, you got to do things your way, right? 
you got to do it. And I can't care what anybody else thinks. Yeah, I don't feel like I want to feel right now. I don't look the way I want to look right now. Man, I mean, I'm going through it, but we're grinding through it. And listen, during this meditation, I decided to go take a sip of my new electrolyte drink that I make now. Oh, what is it made out of? Well, you got to watch your electrolytes. We put a little Pellegrino sparkling water in there. Oh, yeah, because it's got the minerals in there as it travels through the Alps for the last thousand years. You put that in there. You put a little apple cider vinegar in there. Oh, wow. You weren't expecting that, were you? Then you uh, take a little bit of uh, uh, Himalayan sea salt, little half a teaspoon of that. Boom, you throw that in there. And you take some fresh squeezed lemon. I got my new lemon juicer. We squeeze. I squeeze a couple of lemons in there. And um, then you take a little uh, organic liquid stevia, put a few drops of that in there. Um, whatever's left, I fill the rest with purified water, give it a big shake, and you got yourself an electrolyte little lemonade that you sip on throughout the day to keep your body all balanced out. We're coming at this thing. Get ready. We're stepping into the ring, just like Tyson came back and uh, fought Roy Jones Jr. the other night. I did get the fight. Tyson won the fight. Sorry, he came out, and uh, I think he went easy on him. But it was wild. Now he's probably going to fight Holyfield. Everybody's coming out to the big paycheck. You can go in the ring like that and do a demonstration and uh, put $10 million in the bank. Go get it. Oh, yeah. So in in as we come down to the closing thing, and I want to say I appreciate everybody out there. And um, uh, we've gone, let me see, um, November 27th. Uh, well, no, October 27th to November 27th would have been 30 days. We're on the uh, the 6th of December, you know, what, four, five weeks or so, a little bit more. And I really pushed myself into doing this because you got to get back into them. You got to shove yourself into the thing, walking around the neighborhood like I'm walking around and all the insecurities that I'm having to deal with. It's been tough, but you just do it. You just do it because you have to. You got a life to live out there. It's going to keep coming at you, man. And you got to keep coming at it. And that's just the way it goes. And, you know, I've cheated death so many times now. I walk around the neighborhood and the kitty cats, the stray cats with their nine lives are looking at me like, and they're elbowing each other like, look at this guy. What is this guy? Got 12 lives? We only got nine. What is he? 12, 13, 14 lives? Unbelievable. They look at me like I'm a crazy person. So let's leave it with this one. Meditate one more time on this last tune, and then we'll bring this thing home. And uh, I appreciate all of you out there. Thanks so much for, for being there. And, um, you know, I don't know. I'm very touched by this whole thing. And I don't want to get too emotional, but hey, Alexa, play. My Way by Frank Sinatra. Here's My Way by Frank Sinatra on Amazon Music. And now the end is near And so I face the final curtain My friend I'll say it clear I'll state my case Of which I'm certain I've lived A life that's full I traveled each And 
widened every highway and more much more than this I did it my way regrets I've had a few but then again too few to mention I did what I had to do and saw it through without exemption I planned each charted course each careful step along the byway more much more than this I did it my way Yes, there were times I'm sure you knew When I bit off more than I could chew But through it all When there was doubt I ate it up it out I faced it all and I stood tall and did it my way I've loved I've laughed and cried I've had my fill my share of losing and now, as tears subside, I find it all so amusing to think I did all that. And may I say, not in a shy way, oh no, oh no, not me. I did it my way. For what is a man? What has he got? If not himself, then he has not to say the things he truly feels and not the words of one who
hey, over here, Dean Bodie, we're going to be doing it our way. And that's the way we're doing. I hope you enjoyed the show today. Remember, Bodie's the greatest. DeanBodie.com is the website. Go on there. Remember, the links are on there. Want to get you to the podcast. Want to blast you over to the YouTube channel. And we're back, and we're going to get this thing kicking and rolling again, making the show bigger and better than it ever was. And um, because we know life comes at you daily, not weekly and monthly, man. And it's coming at you intense. Sometimes times are tough. And um, in the infamous words of Casey and the Sunshine Man, the greatest band in the whole world, we're trying to get back on our boogie shoes so we can walk normal and do our thing over here again, right? So, good girl Bodie, good, good girl, good girl Bodie. She's the best girl in the world. Oh, yeah. Have an awesome day. We're coming out of this bigger, better, and stronger, 1,000 times stronger as we move forward in life and figuring out a new path and the way we're going to do, rebuilding these bodies. Bodie's healing. I'm healing. Dean Bodie's show is going to be healing all the way through. You're coming on the journey with us. I hope you wrap your brain around some of the stuff I talked about today. Just treat everybody right. Say hi to a neighbor today and, I don't know, Pick up a piece of garbage and throw it in the trash, maybe. Do little things, okay? And uh, let's just keep moving forward. Have an awesome day. DeanBodie.com. Oh, yeah.